Hello there, magic makers. Welcome to Naked Heart Episode 1. I'm Danny, and it's all happening here today. <laughs> A fear of the natural born sacred leader within me, my own fucking power, kept me from this project for a really long time. But now that I've taken off the pressure, peeled away the expectation, and allowed the jacket of heaviness that had collected over the last few years of not doing that thing my soul wanted me to do, just fall to the floor, I'm finally free again to play here with you today. And that's what I promise you will fuel this podcast, play. And I'm not going to be taking myself too seriously or this wild human journey seriously. I've always said my fuck it is a point of power for me. So I'm here dripping in gratitude for you, for me stepping the fuck up and I'm, I'm allowing this energy to flow, but I'm also saying fuck it. Like if this becomes a thing thing, cool. And if it doesn't, who cares? I let the creative energy flow and I learned more about myself in the process. So yeah, I'm here completely detached from any end game. My whole game is right here with you in this present moment. So sink in and open up because we're going to have some fun today. Let me go ahead and introduce myself first. I want to introduce my cosmic self. Uh, Reiki master loves swimming deep in the Akashic realm as a multidimensional channel, just like all of us are. Um, we'll talk more about that for sure. I run an online community and brand called Akashic Code. Come play. And as far as my human self, travel is my lifestyle. I'm in an amazing partnership. I... My work is another partner of mine that I'm married to and I'm married to the soul and the heart of it. And it's really about getting intimate with other humans and holding them through one of the greatest journeys they'll ever go on in this life, coming home to self. I lead deep soul transformation retreats. I've got one coming up in Costa Rica, just led one in Colorado and I would say on a cosmic level, what really fuels me is this pursuit of higher consciousness. And then on a human level, what fuels me in this lifetime? It's joy, it's play, it's laughter, it's lightness. And that is such a space of magic and the creation that flows, the energy that flows through your body and um, what extends out into the external world and our creations that we share with the world. It's... Um, it's awakening, right? I feel like a big part of my mission in this lifetime is to shift the planet consciousness from a place of fear into love. And that started with me and my own internal journey. And perhaps that's where we'll go today. I am not coming to a, this podcast with a plan. I'm here now present to honor what flows through and now and, and perhaps that is part of my why, right? Marry the cosmic and the human, elevate consciousness here in the now and really just strip our hearts so we can come home to our truth and the intimacy that lives there for us, the intimacy in truth. 
that is why I am completely changing everything over in my business to Naked Heart. I'm launching my podcast under that name. It feels like my mission. I feel home in that in that movement. So let's get this party started a little bit. We're going to begin with a grounding meditation to really open up our channels to fully receive the awakening that's here for us through the now portal today. So I feel like the initial aim of this podcast, and it's going to be fluid, but it's to share workshop style sessions that open us up, activate the parts of us sleeping, to have really raw human chats about this wild human experience. And yeah, I'd love to interview some cool fucking humans that are open to peeling off the layers that live within, making just making this a co-creative heart-stripping experience for us here co-creating Um, sharing our voice, sharing our hearts, but also for those of you listening. So whatever comes to flow in, I'm going to honor that. And I promise to come from a place of love and fire and humility and a willingness to also let this project open me the fuck up so I can also come home to the deepest chambers of my own cosmic human heart. So let's wake up together and begin our sacred beginning. (sighs) Closing your eyes, beginning with the breath. Stacking your shoulders over your hips, elongating the spine. Inviting spaciousness through your posture, through your intention, and through your breath. How deeply can you be with your breath right now? Yeah, go ahead, open your mouth. The throat chakra, our voice, our expression, deeply connecting to our purpose. Our throat is a pleasure channel. So invite in some deep exhales, some sighs. Invite in a moan if that feels good to you and just really open up that channel. Feel it in your whole body. The moan, the breath, the vibrations, the resonance. It's all opening you if you'll allow yourself to be open to it. What you are open to is also open to you. Open to this moment with me here, now, eyes closed, breath opening the body. This body is our channel, our antenna, our receiver. And when we're truly grounded in the body, all of our chakras, not just our lower grounding chakras, our root sacral solar, but our entire chakra system, it even extends beyond the the seven main chakras we talk about. Our whole body has 
channels of energy flowing, awakening. So when we're really activated in our power, when our whole channel is open, alive, flowing with energy, what grounding in the body feels like is actually a lightness. If we're feeling a little bit heavy today, how gently can we notice with a curiosity instead of bringing this jacket of judgment that tends to keep us stuck? Take it off. You don't need to wear it here. Let it drip to the floor. We're here to strip. We're here for truth. It's important that we always rise and expand our consciousness from a really grounded place. If you're feeling a little ungrounded, stay with your breath, pause this, come back to it. If you're ready to move on, let's do this. Visualize your feet on the earth, bare feet, feel the earth underneath, your toes your heels, your entire foot. Press each toe into the earth, whether you're standing on sand, dirt, water, grass, or otherwise. Feel this earth hold you. She's always there, not asking you to be anything except for yourself. Relax here before we move on and really, really feel and open your body through the feet, knowing we are going into expansion today. If you're here, you're ready. Trust it. From the feet, be so present with your body, feeling into the shins and the calves, the knees, the thighs, the root, sacral. Soften your stomach here, breathing into the solar plexus, opening the heart, throat is opening, third eye between the eyebrows, pulsing, turning on gently, crown chakra opening. Now see yourself back at the edge of this forest. Now that we're gently sitting deeper into the body, open your mind's eye to see your forest. Everything is magic. Everything is mystery. What do you see? What colors are jumping out at you? 
What is the scene in front of you? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you taste? How does your skin feel? What do you touch with your hands or underneath your feet? Take a little walk through this forest. This forest is your subconscious. The subconscious mind and the body become one. So we're taking a little walk through your inner world. Affirming yourself. I am so safe to go within. Staying with your breath. Going a little bit deeper, having some fun with this. The forest is a mirror. What is it reflecting back to you? Hmm. How available can you be to this gentle walk in the forest? Can you be with your breath at the same time, maybe placing a hand on the heart, a hand on the womb space? Feel your aliveness, marry your mind and your body. And gently come home to yourself a little bit more in this moment. So what is here for you in this forest? today? How is she speaking to you? What colors are jumping out at you? Are there animals, insects, other people even there to play with you in this forest? Are there parts of this forest that are kind of dense, maybe heavy? Maybe you would perceive it as dark, shadowy, and can we just see that as an opportunity to go into those parts, to see what is in the unseen, in the shadows, and illuminate, illuminate. We are here to illuminate. And that's where we'll begin our podcast chat today, from this point of illumination, you're welcome to open your eyes, maybe have your journal nearby, write down the nuggets of wisdom that you feel a lot of deep resonance in the body with today. It's likely exactly what your soul was craving to unlock a part of yourself that had become separated. So let's wake up together. Mm, sacred beginnings. There's something so sacred and magical about the start of something. The channel is open, clear, 
effortlessly vibrant. We don't have to do any deep clearing, cleaning of this channel of creation, internal, external. Perhaps we do. I know I had some fear to clear. I've been wanting to create this podcast for years. I've attempted to create it with a few different beautiful women and it just didn't fully come to fruition. And that's because I was meant to do it alone. I think sometimes I get tired of doing things alone. I do a lot of things alone in my life right now. And now that I'm, you know, traveling as a lifestyle with my partner, not alone as I've done for almost the last two years or so, been on this real solo path. But coming from a place of attachment isn't any place to bring to a sacred beginning, right? Needing to do a project with someone else because you don't fully believe in your own leadership and your own voice and your own ability to build a com community, a movement. It's not going to fly. The project isn't going to fly. When we approach partnership, whether romantic, business, otherwise, when we approach it from a place of attachment, it's not given that opportunity to fully fly from the beginning. Now, can that partnership come into alignment and harmony? Of course, of course. Energy loves to move, to dance, to shift. But there's a little bit more work involved when the channel is foggy, right? The project channel, the partnership channel. So while I've done some channel clearing around myself and my own leadership and my own voice, this podcast, this movement, Naked Heart, it feels brand new. I'm sitting here on a Thursday night it's a gloomy night in Denver, but it's magical. It's magical. I was sitting on the couch next to the fire and I suddenly felt this spaciousness that I hadn't felt in quite a while. I even wrote in my journal that ambition had walked out the door and it left this emptiness that felt sacred and special and I knew something was going to be birthed from that and it felt time for the podcast so we're inching our way to the very end of 2019 to walk out of that door and shut it forever I mean we can always come back energetically coming through the now portal especially if anything came up this year that we could still use some healing and clearing around which I am a huge fan of doing a lot of timeline healing and, and clearing what feels heavy in our, in our bodies. So if this was a heavy year for you, you don't only have the next 26 days to heal it, shed it, invite clarity around it. You can always come back. Beyond the 3D world, time is, it isn't a thing. But I'm a huge fan of doing this healing work through the now portal. So... 
2019, walking out of 2019, stepping through the portal of 2020, it feels, feels like magnetism wants to arise in my field, in my channel, in my body, in my work. So I'm sitting here on a gloomy day, getting cozy with you here and my voice and this project and this movement. And I'm wondering what's important for me to do this final month of 2019 to really step into 2020 open to this magnetism. And what does that even mean to be magnetic? How are you? Right now, whether you're listening to this at the end of 2019 or early 2020 or some other time, how are you really? Can you feel it? Rather than answering from the mind, can you breathe deeper, hear your inner voice? She may be a whisper. A whisper may turn into a scream if she's been trying to get your attention for a long time. I want to go into my story a little bit because, well, that just makes sense for episode one. And I'm doing this podcast to really relate with you, my new community, my new, my old, my present, my now. Whoever's out there right there, right now, I'm here to be with you, to not talk at you, but to really talk with you. So let me know if any parts of the story resonate with you. I want to come back into my own sacred beginning. So I was born in Orlando, Florida. I'm 31. My birthday is August 30th, 1988, so I'm a Virgo sun, I'm an Aries moon, and I'm a Gemini rising. I'm a manifester in human design. I am a life path one. My soul's urge, my heart uh, numerology is a number five, so what really, really um, motivates my soul, my internal world, what my heart is really driven by and into is freedom and change and adventure. And that's what makes me come alive more than anything else. And I wouldn't say that my first 25, 26 years were all that adventurous. I grew up in a pretty normal middle-class home. My parents are both teachers. I have a sister that's three years younger than me. And there were flavors of control and manipulation and anger in my childhood, but what was more present was laughter and family movie night and that joy and a lot of togetherness and ultimately from 
from where I sit now in my now portal, I can see that everything that I have experienced led me to here, to now. And I look back and I would choose it all over again. Everything led me into being a very independent, self-reliant, deep thinker, really conscious, uh, really strong, really lots of self-belief, just a really confident, authentic person. And that's who I am today. And that's how I can even step into a place of sacred leadership. So I feel immensely grateful for the path behind me and the path ahead. I am definitely a very visionary leader. I'm looking ahead a lot and being very intentional with every step that I'm taking now so that I am truly creating the vision that I receive from the higher realms. And that's kind of how my planning and my visionary and kind of the Virgo in me comes into play here is to, in a very feminine way of visioning, it's something that I actually teach to my clients, teach an Akashic code, and it's a completely different way of approaching life and planning and, and approaching the future. And I'm sure I'll talk more about that, but um, personally, so me as a young adult in my 20s, there were a lot of themes of anxiety, depression, feeling really lost, um, lots of attachment and partnership, and wanting more and not knowing exactly what that meant, not being able to unpack this word more and almost as if it was a suitcase, it was fucking messy and chaotic and unclear and gray, fuzzy, foggy. And I feel like I looked in a lot of my external to feel at home internally until I went through a massive spiritual awakening in my mid-20s and it woke me the fuck up. And it doesn't mean everything happened at once. (laughs) Absolutely not. It's been a real journey over the last six years of um, unfolding into everything that awakened within me in this um, in this day that I had. I think it was October 2015, perhaps. Um, I had been waking up a little bit before that, right? When we're starting to ask those questions, okay, what do I really want out of my life? Why am I unhappy? Oh, oh just even realizing that unhappiness is a... Uh, dominant feeling happening in my present reality. That was kind of shocking, right? Wait, whoa, I'm not happy? Not me. And then I began chasing it. So the awakening started a few years prior and it started with a lot of questions. But I wasn't getting any answers until this one day. And I was asked to come to this like lake house Um, experience and uh, explore um, LSD. So I was going into my first psychedelic trip and that week before I remember being so nervous but in truth at the time I was 
waking up every day. I was working in brand marketing and I did that for the first eight and a half years of my career. And it was so fun and a lot of community and a lot of creativity, but it was empty for me and and unfulfilling at the end of the day. And I think that had a lot to do with some of the brands that I was working for, just not fully aligned with their values and um, wanting more from, from my work. So I wasn't feeling this aliveness in my work. I wasn't feeling this aliveness in my relationship at the time and any of my relationships, really family, friend, romantic. And I certainly wasn't feeling it with myself. And I wasn't feeling very connected to the city I was living in. I had been living in Atlanta for, I think, two years at that point. I end up, ended up living in Atlanta almost four years Um, And so those are the two places that I lived before I started traveling as a lifestyle. So Orlando and Atlanta, and now I'm spending time all over the world. (laughs) And it's it's everything I imagined it to be, truly. Um, But I didn't approach travel from a place of escape. I, I truly committed to the shift internally and I made a lot of external changes as well, but I began the journey looking inward after a few years of looking outward and not getting anywhere. Um, So I was waking up at that time in my life several years ago, and I was feeling these invisible chains on my ankles. I, if I could see these chains, I would, I would break them off. Right, I would have done anything to find the key to unlock unlocking them, but they were invisible. They had been created by my mind. And I started having these thoughts of like, do I have a sick mind? Am, am I bipolar? I'm so up and down. I'm emotional. I can't control my thoughts, there feels like these dark rooms of my mind that I get trapped in throughout the day. And I was really good at putting on a mask, putting on a smile and hiding this unhappiness, these themes of depression, anxiety, stuckness, just feeling lost. If I was to describe a lot of my 20s, it was living unconsciously, going through the motions and feeling lost and wanting more and uh so I was about ready to if there was like a rug under my life right I say this I'm I would just wanted to pull the rug and say fuck everything and I was ready to try something I'd never done I had never truly experimented with a a lot of drug or um, medicine plant medicine use before that and um, I mean, smoked a little bit of weed in, in high school and college and, and drank a little bit, but um, nothing that was awakening like this for me. So the week before, I did hours upon hours upon hours upon hours of research listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast. He had had somebody on, a, a thought leader in the psychedelic realm, and was coming from like a medical perspective, I believe, and 
Um, it was super expanding for me and like, okay, I'm ready for this. I, I want change so bad that I'm willing to do anything. And it's kind of a scary place to be, but also kind of a place of power because how I see it now is that fear is an illusion and our soul lives on eternally and there's truly nothing to fear. So from a human perspective, perhaps that is kind of a scary thought, like, I would do anything to change my life. And then on a cosmic perspective, God, that's from the soul, you know? The soul was hungry. My soul was hungry for change, for a birth out of my mundane experience. And my soul wanted me to recognize my own light and to fully step into... um, just that I was creating my own reality and that I was creating everything. I was creating the depression, the anxiety. I was creating the stuckness. I was creating the codependency in my relationships. I was creating these walls where I couldn't really be intimate with others in the way that I wanted to, that I could sense that I could, but I couldn't climb this wall to get there, to be in that cozy space with myself and with others. And So yeah, I did a bunch of research and I was still fucking terrified and I was with like 10 people I think that I I knew my boyfriend at the time and not really um, anyone else. I met them, but I wrote a note to myself. I said, you're on a drug. It's going to wear off by midnight at the latest, you know, ask your questions here. You have some big questions and it's, it's time. It's time for a new perspective. I think that's kind of the intention that I went in that first trip. And now I've done, I don't know, (laughs) countless trips since then. Um, but that first one opened everything up and I'm proud of the courage that I had to go into that experience in such a truly conscious way, never having experienced that before. Um, I was ready to bring this level of consciousness and intention to my world. And so, of course, the first hours of the trip, I was playing with magnetic sand. We were giggling in the kitchen. I actually colored a, a castle for a few hours, but... I found that it was kind of easy to get lost in the playing with others, but I could sense deeper down that that was a distraction for my trip today, for my about 10-hour trip. And I wanted to use the time really wisely. So um, that's when I had transitioned um, out into the dining room and started coloring this castle and lots of pinks, purples, blues, just the rainbow. And I remember I was coloring the lines perfectly and I started to have this like shuddering feeling like, am I a perfectionist? Like, can I not color outside of the lines right now? Right? Because you're so intensely present when you're working with a medicine like that, like LSD and, or at least I am, um, I started to have these thoughts and it opened up this exploration inward and not everything was comfortable, right? But I was willing to go through the discomfort this day to really 
understand myself because I wanted a fucking awakening. I was ready to wake up. So, of course, yes, like themes of perfectionism, of control, of isolation, of attachment, everything kind of coming up. And finally, I kind of needed a break from that inner exploration and I stepped outside and it was actually kind of a gloomy day, just like it is here today in Denver. Maybe those are some special deep thinking days for me, deep feeling. But I went outside and for the first time, I actually felt the earth breathe with me, move with me. My feet sunk in and I felt held by her, our mother, the earth. I felt one. I felt oneness. I had understood it conceptually before that, but it wasn't embodied. It wasn't awakened wisdom yet. I started to walk down to the lake and I felt the wind move through my body and the wind chimes and the leaves sing to me. And the wind told me I was powerful. The energy of the wind that day, it did. I felt powerful for the first time probably in my whole life. Not a false sense of power. Not power from any kind of external validation or money or praise or anything from the outside. Even though this was sort of essentially from the earth. But again, I was feeling one with the earth, one with the universe. It was like... I'm powerful because all of me is breathing, because there's energy pulsing through my body, because I exist, because I'm here in this moment, in this now moment, I am powerful. And I began to invite that into my body. And from that day, I began to invite that into my internal vocabulary and maybe a few years later, I brought that into my voice. That's why I'm here doing this with you right now. But I walked down to the dock. I was alone. There was a whole party happening behind me, right? So much laughter and, and noise and, and music and vibrancy. But I didn't crave it in the external anymore. I wanted to know it inside. I longed to know it inside. And I sat on the dock and I asked some of my really big life questions. Why am I here? What do I actually want to do with my life? Why am I in pain? What is my truth? And I held space. I held the space, the pause. I didn't attempt to answer it right away. I sat in the questions in my body. Yes, I was working with a medicine that was opening my channel. But it was real. 
It was fucking real. And a few things came out of that session that day. I started to move my body, even though I had no yoga mat. Started doing yoga. I had been doing yoga lightly for maybe five years, but more as like a workout, a sweat, a detox. I was on the surface of my relationship with yoga. So I wrote down yoga. I was writing a lot. I felt so connected to writing. I wrote down writing. Then I wrote down three other things, coaching, photography, and travel. That's what I wanted. I wanted yoga. I wanted writing, coaching, photography, and travel. And those became the pillar of the vision that was birthed that day. I went home from that lake weekend forever changed. I didn't totally start taking steps toward that vision right away. I had a few months of kind of being in the in-between where I started to taste this new story, this new energy that wanted to come in, but I was still so heavy in my body with the old story. I still had the old story living and breathing around me, right? My partnership, my home in Atlanta, the work that I was required to show up in. I took a step, a few steps back, took a few steps forward, some steps to the side, the other side, back, forward. I danced a bit. I danced with the information that had come through. And after basically a, a breakdown moment, a Molly overdose on New York, or in New York on New Year's Eve, I was the most depressed I'd ever been that week after, just completely depleted, void of joy, of laughter, of love, of, of ambition, of wanting, just felt like nothing. But from that space of nothing, something was birthed. Something was ignited, and it was a desire for change. And from that point, that January, almost four years ago, I began changing my entire life. I changed everything. My habits, my work. I left relationships, experienced others, left them. I left friend groups of people that I loved, but it felt right. I took a lot of space from a lot of friends that are I'm still friends with today. They kind of hung in there with me when I was going through my spiritual awakening. And, you know, I wasn't completely aware of everything that was happening. I just knew that I needed space, long, deep chapters of space. I've gone in and out of those chapters and changed my city, my house, everything. 
I left everything. Does it have to be that way for everyone? No. But in the leaving, I was able to come into a new energy. And in the new energy, I could more birth this new version of myself because there wasn't the external holding me into who I was before. And there are a lot of opinions about this, right? Some people say change the internal, come into deep internal alignment, and then the external will follow. Sometimes I talk about that with clients. Sometimes if you have enough fuck it in you and you're willing to leave everything, and you're willing to melt, dissolve, meet with love, any resistance in your body toward a new story, you can completely and fiercely do it exactly where you are now. But you've got to be willing to go deep internally and to peel away from everything in an emotional, energetic way, even if it's still present in your physical. Only your intuition knows your path, knows what's best for you. So it's been several years of shifting and changing and transforming and now here I am and I'm here with you and I'm really here with you. I'm not just speaking at you. I'm here with you. And it's been a wild journey to get here, (laughs) to be me. And I'm still on that journey and I'll always be on that journey and I fucking love that journey. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear from you and I'm so stoked about the adventure ahead with you. Let's wake up together.